superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This is The Rich Eisen Show. In Cutler! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The director of Hoosiers and Rudy, David Anspaugh, here on the Rich Eisen Show. This is the Rich Eisen Show. With me saying how much fake Rudy is, Hoosiers? None of that happened? Is that what you're saying? Earlier on the show, sports media personality, John Boy. Stanford head coach, David Shaw. Still to come. Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel. CNN Plus host and 12-year NBA veteran, Rex Chapman. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We are awaiting the phone call momentarily of the reigning coach of the year in the National Football League, Mike Vrabel of the Tennessee Titans slated to call in in a matter of moments. And we just had a nice uh, moment in the back. Real quick, because we only have a couple of uh, minutes time in between uh, end of hour and top of the next hour, just said hello to Rex Chapman. Um, and you don't go back there to say a lot of, a lot of guests, but you did that, Chris, because Re- it's Rex Chapman. And he's one of us. Yeah. <laughs> in the brotherhood is what you're saying um and so rex is here as part of his promotion of a well-earned and so richly deserved opportunity on cnn plus the new streaming platform from cnn called rex chapman an interview show and uh easily the greatest thing about twitter ever for me is I got to meet Rex Chapman through it, and I consider him a friend, and I can't wait to chat with him and help him promote his show. But uh, I turn to the phone lines as we, uh, Chris Brockman, you will no doubt monitor Tiger Woods, who is just even par through 10, correct? Yeah, he just uh, saves par on 10, heading to Amen Corner right now. Okay, Uh, he is out there at an Augusta National Masters competition, and we never thought we'd see it again, so we'll keep an eye on all of that. But we turn to the phone lines, the Mercedes-Benz Van phone line, the reigning coach of the year from the Tennessee Titans back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Coach Mike Vrabel. How you doing, Coach? Doing great. How are you guys? I'm doing great as well. Uh, Better for talking to you. Uh, Are you a golfer at all? Do you play golf? Yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy the... uh... I'm not very good. I'm very inconsistent. But, uh, yeah, I enjoy the, the things that go along with golf. <laughs> walking the, you mean walking the course? Is that what you mean? Is that what you're talking about? Just, everything, just the whole, you know, just the whole process. Swing oil? little swing oil around the ninth, around the turn? Swing lube, action, all those things. <laughs> I like it very much. 
Uh, okay, let's uh, let's talk about what action might be going on in your world. How, how does how does one prepare for the twenty sixth overall pick in the draft? Can you walk me through that one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think you have to do some stock into. You know, we've taken some guys that um, have been injured. <clears throat> you know, the last couple of years, who we felt like were, were wouldn't have been there had they um, not sustained injury. You know, with Jeffrey Simmons and and Caleb Farley, so. You, you do some work on on those guys um, that that may be there, um, you know. And I think you pretty much, you know, I mean, you do the entire board, but then you start to try to look and, you know, target, you know, a handful of guys that that you think will will be around. That you never can really predict it, but right, you, know, you kind of figure out who's who could be available, and you know, sometimes some some guys you know slip for for obvious reasons, or you like somebody better than somebody else does. So you game it out, or are you like gonna like actually have mock drafts and things of that nature? Do you uh, do that we, sort of thing? we will, yeah. I mean, okay. as, as we get closer to the process, those are things that we've done uh, in the past. You know, had had different picks come off in different scenarios. Okay, um, what's it like, um, Coach and Derek Henry, man? What's it like? You know, you know how tough this game is. You've been on that. You've you've been in a hole when somebody's coming downhill. What is it like for you to coach a guy? like him, Mike Vrabel? Well, I mean, I've always respected Derek and, and his ability to prepare for for the rigors of, of the season. You know, we, we understand, you know, the impact that he has on the game, especially our football team, and uh, he, he prepares for it. He knows what, um, you know, what lies ahead, and I think he's very determined. You know, but, you know, it's, it's always fun. You know, I mean, he – we try to, you know, protect him sometimes against him himself and work out a routine and a schedule and, and what we feel like is best for him. But, you know, he would go every single day of practice if, if that's what we wanted him to do. And, you know, that that's not that's not his plan. But um, he is always ready for for as many carries and, and he wants the ball as many times as he can get. It. When you were the, when you were uh, playing, who was the guy coming through the hole you wanted to see the least? Well, probably Jerome. You know, probably Bussy. <laughs> Bussy was. You know, I, I crossed over with him in Pittsburgh. Right. And I went away, and you know, I'd played them in, in years to follow. And you know, now I'm like, oh, it's actually really live. This isn't just like you know, tag off days when we were teammates. Now it's actually we have to try to tackle this guy. And he would deliver. You, you. Well, yeah, certainly. I just wanted to try to get him before he got going. Man, oh man, I, I just remember those days for sure too. I remember he trucked Erlacher one year, and he just. He kind of seemed to, and that's another thing too that I love about Derrick Henry is he seems to relish it. He seems to like the trucking part of it. And he likes the fourth yeah, and, quarter. And, and a different player, different different body style, different play style, but right. you know certainly very unique in their own right and uh, very very um, you know productive. Mike Vrabel here on the Rich Eisen Show. How how you just use the word productive? How productive is it for you to take a look at the the film against Cincinnati? Um, and what do you take out of that? at all well we watch you know we watch every game that we play we go through them all we go through all the cut-ups and you know like like a lot of games or every game you know we we know that there's going to be a lot of good in there there's going to be a you know handful of bad and there's going to be some of those things that uh we have to that are going to get you beat and turning the ball over and giving up big plays are are one you know basically at the top of the hit chart for us and so you know we turn the ball over offensively uh, we gave up a, you know, a big play early. You know, to Jamar we dove and 
missed a tackle there on a on a quick p- uh, pass that, that changed field position, and so you know, we we take it, we try to take as much out of every game as we possibly can. And uh, what do you say to those who say it's your quarterback's fault? I'm sure you uh, hear it. it. What it, do you say? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the easy answer. You know, I mean, I think that there's a there, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, Ryan knows he has to take care of football, but but everybody else knows that they have a job to do to to provide a, you know a clean pocket. You know, we got to run great routes, and and we have to go, you know, catch the football in front of our eyes. And those are all three things. You know, and Ryan's got to make great decisions. So those ultimately are what leads to interceptions, not just specifically in that game, but you know, when you turn the football over or you fumble it, you know, chances are, you know, it's loose or you're switching hands or you're going to stiff arm and the ball gets outside the framework of your body and the second guy coming in and, you know, so there's all ways that we can protect that guy who has the ball. He's got a he's got a responsibility, but everybody else has a responsibility as well to protect him. And the other two narratives about there about your team, um, or at least your team is 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 associated with is the fact of Russell Wilson is now in the um, conference and Matt Ryan is now in the conference and um, you also have uh, Deshaun Watson returning to the conference and the yeah, American... I'm trying fo- to figure out how that narrative affects the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, well, the the narrative is is that you were the first overall seed and the conference just got even, even more sure. difficult. It's so National Football League. It's hard. We played... However many teams, eight, eight or nine teams that made the playoffs last year, and beat however many of them, it's going to be the same next year. You know, it's everybody's got two hundred and twenty million to spend, and it's going to be great players on every team. That that's why this game is great. That's why this league is great. That's why everybody loves it. Eighteen teams have a chance to to make the playoffs, or how many did last year? Twenty some teams. Fifty six games within the last two minutes are decided. Thirty one on the last play. Like, take your heart pills and and buckle up. <laughs> Mike Vrabel here on the Rich Eisen show. Um, and you know the, what I mean? Like you guys, you know what I mean? You guys, you guys have been around this league forever. Yeah, and you just—it's what it's like. No, I know that, and and so and I, and again, you know, and, and, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you love the competition of it. I and and I get it. I I absolutely get it. That's why I wanted to ask you that question, Mike Vrabel. You know, I knew I'd get an answer similar to that, but I just wanted to hear it from your mouth. Um, the uh, this is a lot. You're just dragging on. I really had to just answer the question. You well, I'm a Michigan man. I like to hear myself talk, Mike. Come on now, <laughs> you understand me. You know, was it? Uh, is, is there? Is, is is this like baseball? Is it like a pitch clock? Am I on a pitch clock right now with you? Is that the way it works? Opening day today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is that too. Uh, is AJ Brown on the on the on the trade block, Mike Vrabel? Um, as long as I'm the head coach, I. I, I love AJ professionally, personally. Um, you know, I've been, I've, I've gotten him to to know him well as his coach, and uh, enjoy you know, seeing him as much as I possibly can. So, you know, saw him here working out here earlier. Um, said hi. So, you know, as long as I'm the coach here, I would I would want to have AJ Brown on my football team. Mike Vrabel here on the Rich Eisen Show. In the couple minutes I have left with you, I'm, I want to pick your brain here because I'm sure you know all these scenarios since you forwarded an idea to fix overtime to the membership at the um, league meeting that just finished up last month. You wanted uh, teams to or suggested teams to go for two if they score a touchdown to win it. Instead, 
uh, it was, I guess, more of a uh, just a, a more conventional, if you will, idea. Uh, yeah. So my question for I you tried is, to pull before mine got zero votes. I tried to pull it off, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me. That's the that's the way these things work. So. Um, right, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it here. Um, do you are are you now going to go um, and and give the ball up in overtime? You want you want it second? You want it first now under these new? Yeah, I mean, rules. I think those are things analytically we'll look at, and I, and I and I know that that's you know been been the idea, um, and I think that that's obviously you know exactly what you're going to need. You're going to have. Most likely, if you're, you know, are down, you're gonna have four downs to do it, and you know that would be, I'm sure, the analytical approach, and um, you know, and then there's probably also the approach that says, hey man, we want to go score and we want to put the pressure on them, and you know, so I'm sure we'll look at all those things, um, you know, when the playoffs come around uh, next year. What's your general sense, though? I mean, I, I'm just interested in gaming it out, unless you're, you well, don't want I mean, to... I just try to go through the general sense, was that <laughs> if you if you defer and you play defense... Right, no, I know the if, but what do you prefer? What do you well, prefer? Well, I'm not going to have to make that decision. We don't... The playoffs aren't for oh, quite a while. No, I know that, but I mean, you got to, I mean, you got to be prepared, don't you think? I mean, this yeah, is... Yeah, I'm not going to prepare for a, a game that I don't know who we're playing or where we're playing at. So it really is all circumstantially based, is what you're saying. Well, you could you could have a you could have a, a big rainstorm coming in, and and it could be a torrential downpour, and you'd want to take the football and score as humanly as fast as possible because, you know, you knew that the rain when rain was coming. I you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. You know, um, we'll we'll look at it and we'll try to be ready that. Uh, you know, when the playoffs come around next year. What about the idea that you prefer to know uh, what you have to do offensively, that the team that gets it second will have the benefit of knowing that and have to go for all four down, go on every single right. fourth down, right? I mean, yep, that's what we touched on, right? That was what it, that was would be the analytical approach. I know I need a field goal. I know I need a touchdown. Um, and, and I'm going to use all four downs to get it. It's a tie game. You know, I still have to protect the, the, the football field position, all those things, you know. I think all that comes into into play, but at the end of the day, I think it's important that you know with the investment that teams are making to quarterbacks, that you know those, those premier players are you know going to have an opportunity to, to have an impact on the game if it were to go to overtime. What What did you like about your idea? What did you like uh, about that? I, you know, I I thought that it gave a little bit of validation instead of having a walk off that you had to validate. You know, I my used to watch the old Skins game with my grandpa and. You know, if you made a birdie, you'd have to validate and at least make a par on the next hole to, mm. to win all the cash. And so I thought that that would be a way to validate it. Uh, if there were a long penalty, a long pass play, long touchdown, somebody falls falls down or something, and, you know, maybe a team was going to go for two, didn't get it 50% of the time. You know, they could ultimately end up losing the game. Uh, if, if you opted to kick the extra point, then the other team would get the ball. So it had a little bit of intrigue and, and – and my, our guess was that you know, 75% of the time that the other team was going to get it, but in the end, they couldn't guarantee that they would. Well, I didn't run into you on the, the night of honors, uh, Coach Mike Vrabel, but congratulations on on the award. Uh, so well-earned and richly deserved. Who'd you, who'd you hear from that night? A lot of people. You know, I mean, just coaches, friends, family, you know, just uh, players, uh, it's a great honor. You know, it's an honor and a privilege to have played in this game and uh, have the opportunity to coach in it. 
And, uh, you know, it's you're a good coach because you have great players, and that's, that's what it comes down to. So um, did you hear from Belichick? Did you hear from Bill that night? I, I mean, I obviously heard from Bill, but not in that, in that regard. He, he wasn't. He wasn't on the inbox, I don't think, that night. <laughs> he wasn't tuned in to NFL honors? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, Coach Mike Vrabel, I appreciate the time. Thanks very much. Always, guys. Thank you so much. No, you got it, man. Thanks for the time, okay. and we'll see Thank you down you. the road. Thank you. Okay. You got it. That's Mike Vrabel, everybody. Coach Mike Vrabel. He doesn't like long winding uh, wind-ups. I'm, I'm very ponderous. <laughs> um, he wasn't... Is, it, was he busting? He's all, bu- he's all business. He's busting my balls on how ponderous I was. Is that what that was? I think that's also an Ohio State Michigan. No, it is not. I think he's. No, like, it is not. You know, I think he gives it to you because he knows that what that I can take it, and <laughs> that you and that you got them this year. I kind mm-hmm. of appreciate so that. How many interviewers like, is he interrupting, saying, where, "Where? How does this? How is this pertinent to me?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know actually. what I mean? He's like, I how can't people like, you know, I get it. I get it. I get it. Why don't you just get around to it? I wanted to How give many people him. A, does he say that? To? I wanted to give him a fake scenario, like, like we're what? At, we're at Kansas City. You guys just came from ten oh, down to force overtime. He was basically telling uh, you it's this. cold. By the way, that was what a, do you do? That was a Belichick in him right there. Like, of course, there's so many different circumstances. Yeah. 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 You know, big rainstorms coming. I'm not giving the ball up. I'm trying to score. You moron. <laughs> what are we <laughs> supposed to do? You moron. <laughs> you know what I mean? I also would like to play golf appreciate, with Mike Rabel. <laughs> by the way, I, I don't know if that's the New Yorker me. I kind of appreciate that straightforwardness right there. Yeah. Where is he from? Is he from Ohio? I think he's from Ohio. Yeah, That's straight up Ohio talk right there, I think. I think you might be right about that. I think straight up. Yeah, he's from Akron. There you go. Yeah. There you go, right around the corner. Yeah. From uh, the, the hall. Yeah. He's from LeBron country. That's where I usually stay when we go to. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't stay there. <laughs> we know. We've dropped you off at your hotel. That's, that's, that's fine. Oh, no. We didn't drop him off. We, that's Chris, fine out there. I stay in Kent. We, we walked behind Rich as he walked drunk through a parking lot to make sure he's drunk. Got... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a home goods over there. The home goods over there. <laughs> Not sure if you're aware. Because well, it goods said there. home goods. <laughs> home goods is a great and store. By the way, and by the way, real quick here. Drunk through a parking lot. That's, that's a mischaracterization. Exactly. Like I'm stumbling. I wasn't stumbling. You weren't stumbling. You and, had a few. And, and the hotel was three across minutes away. Yeah. It was through the parking lot. It was through the, parking, the lot. parking lot and across the street. We offered to Jake. You make it seem like I'm like I'm not. I'm not going to you guys. <laughs> you were just pointing out. You were just pointing out the store home goods. Is all. Right. Let's take a break. Let's put our best foot forward for Rex Chapman for crying out loud. Yeah, right. This is going to be great. Rex Chapman coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one... 
just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So Sleep Number helps me. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Rex thank Chapman you. here on the Rich Eisen Show. You don't have to thank me for well, anything. Yes, I do. No. In my mind, I do. Well, then that's uh, then I will accept it. Thank and you, you know, uh, getting to know you even better, you know, through your Twitter feed and us direct mm -hmm. messaging with each other, and your remarkable ability to communicate with people on a human level, to talk to people and listen to what people are responding, makes you a perfect person to host a show. Um, and I'm not just saying that because it's called Rex Chapman. You're the only one who could host a show called Rex Chapman. Thank you. And um, I'll accept but, that. I'm trying to do better with accepting compliments. I'm, I come go. from my dad's family where I right. just expect to get cussed out. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and if you're cussing me out then you don't if you're not cussing me out you don't really care so did you have to be arm twisted to do something like this because you're really putting yourself out there to uh, do something like this rex or or what do you, you know so i got your pod that's been kind of building right. your your skill level if yeah, you will, like and, that and, up. and that that's been you've been a, a vital resource for that because anybody can be interviewed or at least i can i've done it since i was 15 um but doing the interviewing part and having to listen and having, you know, a few bullet points that you want to be sure to hit, mm -hmm. but also being able to follow up. Uh, that's been a process. The pods have really kind of helped develop some of that, but I'm still, I'm still just winging it. Well, I mean, the, the interview that we just showed with uh, Jason Sudeikis is terrific. And you, um, you went to the set of Ted Lasso, huh? We went to London um, we were in the actual bar. They have actually built a, a set that looks like that bar. We didn't go over the set, all the COVID stuff and all that. But we, we did sit in the bar and had the... Uh, they they looked like the set. They built a replica on set. No kidding. No kidding. So, I don't know if I should have said that, but that's the deal. No, it's all right. That's, that's television <laughs> magic. I love that show. Yeah, that show it's is amazing. He's amazing. You know, uh, I'm just having fun sitting down with... Sports is one thing. This right. is something completely different. And uh, just to be able to meet some of these people, I've known Jason for a while, but being able to meet people like Ben Stiller, Amber Ruffin, who we uh, are going to have on, we've already taped, um, Kevin Love, which we don't talk basketball. We talk mental health the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, it's something different and something I wanted to try basketball i love basketball i'd love doing the tournament and nba tv and playoffs and all that stuff but this is just something different and i think i would have kicked myself had i not tried do it. you go to each um interviewee do you go to them yes. and sit in some spot that's special yep. or specific to them yes okay and uh it's been just fantastic i can't believe how open and willing to talk that people are um 
I've, I've been blown away by it. And I, again, I'm still, you know, learning, um, this whole thing <laughs> from what the producers do to what, right. what, uh, and the other part of that is editing, man. Oh well, my god! Well, without editing, we're, we're nothing. We're nothing without nothing. quality editing equipment yeah. in our, also, in our it's, business. It's been fast. I have always said there's nothing like being on a team. Nothing, especially playing on a team. The second best thing to that is being on some other kind of team. Right. And all of this, like you guys know, it takes all of you guys to pull off something pretty special every damn day. No doubt. And being a part of a team, not wanting to let down the rest of your squad, not wanting to let down the interview. The guy, the person I'm interviewing, right? Yeah, yeah. Wanting to do right by them, I think is is huge. I've been, uh, I've really embraced the studying part because you've got to, you really need to know your stuff when you have somebody on that you don't know. Well, because the last thing you don't want, the last, well, last thing, uh, last thing you want, um, is for somebody to make a reference to something yes. that you're like, what does that mean? Mm. What are they referring to? And oh, they God. refer to it firsthand because it's very important to them and you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't run into that yet, but I just got a hot flash thinking about <laughs> it. I really well, did. It, and, and, you know, um, so you're putting yourself out there and, and I absolutely love that. So when you spoke to Ben Stiller, did you, was he hooked up to the uh, meet the parents uh, lie detector? <laughs> I mean, is that what you, did you do that? No, him, we or didn't. What you... He's not ready to break out Magnum just yet. He's, he did divulge. Um, but no, it was amazing. Um, the other part that was amazing yeah. is that uh, we were able to talk. This was, you know, a month or so ago, six weeks. Yeah. We were able to talk about severance in the past tense because I'd seen it. And uh, what a great that, show. Hell of a show. Great show. No, he came on. It had yet to really begin airing. And um, now it's so damn popular. Rex Chapman, CNN Plus. Uh, show Rex, Rex Chapman. New episodes stream every single Monday. Always available on demand on CNN plus. So, uh, jumping, I guess, into the world of sports as best we can. Oh, what? What do you got right there? Oh, you've got your Phoenix. Oh, you wanted to talk sports. There you go. (laughs) I like it. I like it. They're so damn good, man. The Suns are so damn good. The best team in the league. I agree. They are the For best two or team three in the years league. now. Here's the thing that nobody's really talking about very much. And I know that we, you, you want to talk about just, you know, the hardcore hoops and how well they are playing. I honestly thought when the Robert Sarver report came out, that was the end of it. I thought the season's over for them. Like, how are they going to be able to focus on the hoops? How are they going to be able to just lock in? And I'm like, oh, that's right. That's Monty Williams. And then that's Chris Paul, who's kind of been through all this sort of insanity before as a Los Angeles Clipper. So they're incre- that's an incredible backdrop, for the lack of a better phrase, to this season that they've been able to perform. Rex. Yeah, a lot of distraction, you know. Um, One would think. I've I've known Robert a long time. He's a he's a different guy, uh, but he's. I was really, I was really hurt by a lot of that, and I hope that uh, um, they're able to to move past it. Um, he's been good to me, um, good to my family, and you know me and my background and the things that I stand for. Mm-hmm. And if I thought for one second that any of that stuff was had merit. I, I couldn't uh, be associated with it. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Suns fan. I love the organization. And what Monty, what James Jones has done. The GM. The GM. Um, the, the franchise four years ago was pretty much rock bottom. One of the worst teams in the league. And in four years, they have 
the culture has really changed there. You talk about it. You, we hear about that all the time. But when you're around that team for any time at all, it has a real sort of college type feel to it uh, in the locker room. Monty has pushed the right buttons. Of course, you've got Chris Paul, who's one of the best playmakers of all time. Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a star. He's a star. He's a star. No doubt. Like, in my mind, that's what I wanted my game to look like. Mm. That, at 6'5", you know, just, he can do everything. He's become a determined defender. DeAndre Ayton's growth. Uh, Mikel Bridges. He, his jump shot. Two years ago, you... It looked like Ray John Rondo's a few years, way back in the day. Yeah. He's a shooter now. He can make open shots. Suns are for real. So the team that uh, concerns you the most, is it in the Western Conference? <sighs> yeah, the, the Warriors. You know, I still think that they're elite. If Steph gets back and, and all of that, I think they're, they're pretty good. I don't think Clay will be quite himself until fall. Yeah, uh, he's still shaking off the rust, but man, I'm so happy to have him back watching him. One of my favorite players. Um, disappointed in the Lakers, as most people are. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, and in the East, I don't know. I still like Miami. I think Miami's good. Um, the Bucks, of course. I'm not a big Sixer. I don't think the Sixers have it. Why is that? Um, defensively, I think they've taken a hit. Um, Joel's playing great. James is obviously, he can beat you anytime. I make, I'm looking at the Nets though. The Nets just somehow, how'd you like to play that team in the first round? Not at all. I wouldn't want to do that at all. And the you way got things a game are, plan, game plan for two different guys, two top, maybe top five scorers on the planet. How, how are you going to do that? Especially, and you've had a great season and you're the two seed and you're going to play them. <laughs> I know. And, and, and they're, you know, potentially, Look, it it looks like that they're out of that worst play-in game. Mm -hmm. Looks like they're going to be in the the one where all they got to do is just beat the the Cavs, and then they're they're your seven seed walking in. Look out! I know, right? You know, and then you got uh, who is it in the East? That's uh, or in the West? Well, uh, oh, it's my sons. You want to play Memphis (laughs) right away? No, (laughs) I hear you. I hear you. Rex Chapman here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. So um, let's just say you sit Jordan down on Rex Chapman. How's that for an idea? What's that? Michael uh, Jordan. Let's say you sit Michael Jordan down for Rex Chapman. Love it. What, what do you ask him? What, do you, what would you want to know from Michael Jordan? What would the interview between Rex Chapman and Michael Jordan be from um, back in your I, day? I think it would be, it would start with, you know, because I was a like I was a great player in high school, <laughs> mm-hmm. like all world player. That's what I I felt like. I saw Michael. Michael could do that to us sometimes, mm-hmm. like pro players. He could. It felt sometimes like, you know, he was toying with me, mm-hmm. like I toyed with high school kids back in the day. <laughs> And so I would want to know, because he was freaky, those big hands and his demeanor, his bounce, his competitive will, I wonder when he realized that. Because you know it. You just know it. You know if you assert yourself, you can't embarrass whoever you're playing against. And 
Michael could get into a mode at times where you really were at his mercy and, and the mercy of his mood at the time. And if he was, if, if it was a playoff situation and I faced them once in the playoffs, they swept us like a JV team in the first round. Um, when he's in, when he was engaged, which was most of the time, he didn't take days off. He didn't rest. He played every single night. Um, I would wonder when, when he started, you know, he got, didn't make his high school team famously. When did he realize it? Was it at Carolina? Was it the shot? Was in New it Orleans? the shot? Yeah. What was it? And when was it that he realized, okay, I'm better than everyone else. I, I, that would be a great question to ask him. And then the answer, certainly since you were on the business end, the wrong <laughs> business end. Right. And, and this is what I try to tell people who are of a certain age. They never saw Jordan play. And I know that it's unfortunate for LeBron that he's on the, the end of the stick of saying, well, Michael's the greatest of all time. Um, but what you just said, I don't, I don't know if we could sit here and say LeBron toys with anybody and would toy with other professionals. I mean, he is stupendous. He's going to wind up the greatest scorer in the history of the game and a champion and an all-time great and, you know, all of those things and accolades he deserves – when it comes down to it, I just remember Michael Jordan would rip your heart yeah. out and show it to you pumping and then, you know, put it back in, yeah. surgically repair it, and then do it again. You know, like LeBron's that's, a little more empathetic, probably. I, I just, <laughs> and, and as an athlete, you know, we kind of hate that just as a cutthroat, you know, the way we're raised, right. be a man, and you just go out there and you kill him. Uh, LeBron's not wired exactly like Michael is. Almost no one is. But... I respect the heck out of LeBron, and I do think he has had, you know, he's he's still amazing. He's almost leading the league in scoring. His game is different than it was seven years ago. He was the fastest man on the planet, end-to-end, reckless abandon, and he did toy with people. I mean, there he's gone through that. I think the older he's gotten, he paces himself a little more, mm-hmm. and heck, he's played forever. To, to put him in the category with Michael is not unreasonable, I, of course, am biased. I think Michael's the best player ever. LeBron, what he's done, though, on and off the court, he's put himself out there. Um, you know, the guy's never been in trouble. He's never been in trouble. He's he's made, you can question the decision, okay, whatever. But that dude from age 17, 15, was supposed to be the, the next guy, and he's been that guy. I yeah. can't imagine, you know, we can't pay enough as NBA people. You can't pay guys like LeBron and Stefan enough to, you know, put the league on their back like it is. Yeah, I did sports centers after LeBron high school games. That's how long I, 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 I that's happened. That's right. You know, I, right. I would I would do sports centers and LeBron's high school games would be on ESPN. And, you know, there were no camera phones when Jordan was doing it. There was, you know, you know. I guess towards the end of the 80s, Mike and the Mad Dog in New York, there weren't shows like this. Twitter didn't exist. I mean, it's a totally different era in which LeBron is doing it. What what year did he come out? What did they come out? LeBron. Chris and, uh, or LeBron in that class. LeBron came out in 2003. 2003. That's the year I so, left SportsCenter. Yeah. Okay, so I was uh, just finishing playing in 2000, and I remember Danny Ainge was, um, he was, he was doing TV stuff, but he was watching players also. And I asked him if there was anybody out there. This was 
or 2000, 2001, he said, there's a kid named LeBron James in Akron, Ohio, that right now, I think LeBron was a junior in high school, um, that right now I would trade everyone in the league for with the exception of Kobe. <laughs> Danny Ainge, <laughs> Danny said, Ainge this said that. And I went, what are you talking about? And then I watched some film of him playing football and then playing, also playing basketball. And the only thing he couldn't do was shoot. That was it. He could do everything else. His passing was otherworldly, you know, defensively, could could jump. Amazing. Danny was spot on. Yeah, I, there's no question about that. And that's why I'm kind of sheepish to even bring up the Jordan-LeBron conversation. But again, I'm of a certain era. Right. And, you know, when you talk about the Jordan mindset, you do talk about uh, Tiger, who's in, yep. on the course right yep. now doing wow. re- remarkable just what he's doing Amazing. now. Serena, you talk about people of that mm-hmm. stature and sort of uh, a mindset and warrior mentality in a way that does not get a- applied to LeBron in the same way. And maybe because right. LeBron, if you remember, I mean, if you remember, of course, you know, when he started, it was always he makes the pass. He doesn't take the shot. Right. And he did that even again just recently. That was uh, something that happened yeah. that he got roasted for, you know, this I, season. Yeah. You know? I think some of this, too, is the era that we're in. You know, when I was playing in the NBA, uh, especially early on, pre-cell phone. And so you didn't have, unless you played college ball with another guy, you didn't, you didn't know them from AAU from the time you were 8 and, or 10 or 12. Yeah. All of these guys, you know, the Trey Youngs, the, the LeBrons, all these guys, they've known each other on this travel circuit from the best players in the, in the country They've known each other from the time they're young. And I think that there's some, you know, remember how weird it was when all of a sudden Larry and Magic were doing a commercial together? We were like, <laughs> what the hell is this? This is not cool. They don't like each other. And so I think we've gone through this period where, you know, we remember this analog world where people didn't, you didn't, there was no Twitter. There was no, you couldn't connect with people. You weren't physically around all the time. And so I think the world is a little different and these guys just know each other better and it's not as cutthroat. It's just not. Rex Chapman here on the Rich Eisen show. Do you have like 10 more minutes? I know that's a call. Okay, fantastic. Want, let's let's take a let's take this to the end of the hour if you don't mind. Rex Chapman, CNN Plus is Rex Chapman right here on the the Rich Eisen show. Uh, when we come back, I do want to talk about your process, if you will. I just, oh, you, good. you no, you are prolific, sir. There's no question <laughs> about it. Uh, Rex Chapman, next, uh, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't you dare move. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time. 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Back here on the terrestrial radio outfit, Rex Chapman here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, so, um, I, I mean, what do you, how, how do you decide what you're posting? Like today, like, or, by the way, our poll question, ask him the poll question based on, on his uh, oh, yeah, yeah. His tweets today. I don't know how big of a baseball uh, guy you are, Rex. He, he's I, the one who tweeted these facts yeah. I understand, but Chris? I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's a hardcore fan. Like, we are, like, which I'm baseball not. movie that came out today is your favorite? Sandlot, Major League, Bad News Bears. You put all three of those I, things I out there. Again, this is so easy at this point. I have people that send me this stuff, and the guy that sends me most of the anniversary stuff, mm-hmm. great guy, just had a baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, Kevin is his name. Yeah. But around midnight every night, he just sends me, just sends me stuff. And, you know, it kind of grows his, his Twitter. And you've got your own people. homegrown curators. It's is amazing. What you're I, 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 you know, I used to look for stuff years ago. Yes. And over time, there are two or three, four people, really. One in the Netherlands, one in London, one in Chicago, and one in Jersey. And those guys are magnificent uh curators and they'll just send me things and i'll i'll after the show's over i'll get out of here there'll be a couple dms from them and it'll be like check this out amazing so do you have an an opinion on because the i did Um, not know which i could not believe like those three well baseball was probably opening day right yeah probably so yeah yeah so um no of those three bad news bears i'm with you too but i bet you that's last place because it's the oldest Right. Yeah, uh, it's last yeah. place. Is it last place? It's ten percent. It's gonna be the Sandlot's gonna be the favorite. Sandlot right? Major League actually just one off. Forty six percent Sandlot, forty five percent Major Okay. League. Yeah. But bad news bears, Tanner. Does anybody understand that without the bad news bears there aren't fill in the blank of so many movies? And I named my middle daughter Tatum. Is that right? Yeah. Because of no from Tatum the road, but think about that. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. 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 He's not named after a dude. There's a street named Tatum in Phoenix, but I'll, and Tatum O'Neill. They could say that. I mean, Walter Matthau as Buttermaker. Oh, genius. You know, was he even nominated? I don't know. I bet he wasn't. I mean, they didn't nominate for movies like that at that time, did they? I don't know. I, you know, I, he I was genius. Did, uh, everyone needs to go to our YouTube uh, page to see this story that I'm about to paraphrase for you here, Rex Chapman. <laughs> we had Kevin Pollack on, who'd be a great guest for you. Um, Love him. And he told a story about Walter Matthau that when he passed away on the back end, on the back uh, of the, I guess, booklet that they had there for, for the for the day's events and remembrances were like his his bets from the recent from the week before <laughs> big time gamble right that's amazing. yeah that's right and he and and um they were on the set of um 
Oh God! What? Was it the? It was grumpier grumpy, old men. Grumpy, grumpy, old, grumpy old men. It was grumpier old men, right? Yeah, grumpier old men. Yeah. And he basically was just hating them being there. And <laughs> Kevin asked him something along the lines of like, "What are you doing here?" He goes, "The script stinks, kid." But my, <laughs> but uh, but my bookie needs my money or yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> the script stinks, kid. I mean, unbelievable. Oh, he's so, so good. But, but I mean, he, it was like Buttermaker come to real life, yeah, you know? And yeah. I, I, I just love that movie. Same. Um, so I, w- I would guess that too. So that's how you decide what you're, you're tweeting out? Yeah, I mean, you're just prolific when it comes to this sort of thing. Pretty much. And that's, that's basically how you and I got to get into yeah. significant touch, the blocker charge stuff. Yeah. And I would just start responding quite a bit. And, um, and, I'm look what you've grown it into, man. I can't so believe weird. it. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> makes the dream. I mean, work. what's your teamwork? I mean, you're doing it. No, and it's your, all but it's these also, people are sending it to me. It's these are other people's videos. You know, it's right uh, that that people would. I find it fascinating that yeah. people think I'm the feel good guy and send me. You know, I'm. I try to be. You but are. I, I, man, what? I've got. I've, I'm all kinds of mentally ill, depression, anxiety. I get so worked up before these interviews. Yeah. Like I get nervous. Not like not like nervous, anxious before a game. Like yes. that's but it's I want to do right by the people. I, I want to do right by, you know, my Sophie who's brought me to this interview today. And I want to do right by the people that are investing their time, the the cameramen, the crew, our producers. But mainly the guest. I want to do right by them and and let them know that hey, you know, we're gonna have a good time here. But I'm doing my homework. Well, look, man, I I, I understand what you were talking about uh, about whatever fears or whatever you know um, thoughts you're you're dealing with or whatever. My own my own two cents. I would say to you is just be you, man. Yeah. It's that simple. Just show up and be you. And if you might not be in the mood or the right mindset or whatever, I don't know what you, whatever you can do to help you get into that. Mm-hmm. But all you got to do is just be you. Yeah. People yeah. just want to meet you and talk to you and pick your brain and hang out with you and all when of you that. Were, when you were starting out doing this stuff, yeah. did you get nervous? And I, I, you're pro at this point and you guys just do it. But did you get anxiety? Um, to- I, I have anxiety watching. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm seriously. I have anxiety watching back like the first two years of this show because I'm, I'm still still to this day uncomfortable having takes. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not my yeah. default is right. to tell you what I think. Right. And then I see some people who are, and you're laughing right over there because he's, because no, these guys, <laughs> yeah, TJ I've and been Chris, trying to get them to have, no, because yeah, right, they're, 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 they, yeah. sometimes they're just like, you know, you, you know, don't, yeah. get a take and just don't be, you know, concerned about it. And, and then I see the people with whom I compete every day. And I, I honestly, I sit there and I think, how the hell does their brain work that yeah. way to come up with that wrinkle on an, a, having an opinion on something that, you really don't even need to yeah. have an opinion on right. it. Right. And so, so no, they've showed me I, I same. I I didn't like watching myself play basketball, good or bad. I hated film, hated it. Um so this for sure, they right. had to force me to watch. They had to force me to watch the first couple. Um and I was pleasantly relieved that I saw the production of it. I saw the editing. They got your back. And yeah. yes, they got your back, but I was I was I was just relieved relieved that it wasn't terrible. 
Oh, you know, and 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 I can understand yeah. you know you saying that sort of thing, but you know, obviously you're with a uh, a prof- highly yeah. professional outfit. You know, Jake Tapper wouldn't let that happen to you anyway. <laughs> and um, you know, and and you know, put it all together, and you you've got um, a persona. I like whoever's chosen the glasses. Thing. That that's actually me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This right. is, I've noticed that you got that. You're yeah. wearing these glasses. Yeah, and I like a little color. Yeah, it's good. It, okay. it helps pick me up. I think. Blue okay. socks. Okay. okay, I like it. Blue socks. Okay. And, and then color. you know, and then next time you come on, and then there'll already be a line of Rex Chapman glasses. You know, just bring <laughs> us, our, bring us, bring us some free pair because hey, you know Rich, that's why we're in this. You know, Rex, Rex just brought up socks, and there's something that I've always remembered about Rex. I must have been in maybe eighth or ninth grade. There was a Brian Bosworth was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, and there was a story about Rex Chapman in there. And what I always remember, there were two things about you, Rex. One, you were the first player that I ever saw wear the quarter ankle socks that stopped, and you had on a pair of Nike, I think Revolutions or something. Mm-hmm. Huh. I just always remember that. And you were the first time I ever read somebody say the phrase, my bad. It was a quote that you were playing basketball. I think you yeah. threw the ball away and you were like, my bad. And that was something wow. I adopted until yesterday. Like I say that wow. all the time. So the quarter socks, it's just funny that you brought up your quarter socks because socks. you were the first person in SI that I saw. Because normally we'd have the calf socks. Yeah. You just roll yeah. them down. Yeah. 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 Amazing. So, yeah. And I, I could go hug him. Um, well, no. you could. We got a hard out in 50 yeah. seconds okay. anyway. Right. So you'll so, get there. No, get there I, I, for real, that's true. And I got into, into the NBA and I'm playing a game in Milwaukee, my first game in Mo- Milwaukee. At halftime, Ronnie Nunn, longtime ref, came to me and said, just got a call from the league office, Rex. You got to go back in, put on socks that show the logo or you can't play. And so I went in and I put on and put these logo socks on and wore the socks. But they were always rolled down. I don't know why I did that, but I did. And you see people would notice that. I remember and that. did he just get in the hall, Ronnie Nunn? Did I see that? I hope so. Should have been. I think I saw that. I don't know if I saw that. My teammates called me Ronnie Nunn for a whole year as a rookie because I was made to carry the ultrasound bag around that looked like a doctor's (laughs) bag, a referee's bag. (laughs) Rex Chapman, good luck to you, sir. Thanks Thanks, for coming on. This place is open to you anytime, sir. Thank you, man. Couldn't be happier for you. CNN Plus' Rex Chapman every Monday. New episodes on CNN Plus. We're back on Peacock to wrap this show up in a moment. For radio, see you Friday.